Secure Act 2.0. It's currently being considered in Congress, and most people believe it will definitely pass this year or next. So what could it mean for those planning for retirement? On today's show, some ways the proposed change will impact your retirement. And now, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Let's make sure that no matter how old and wise you grow in life, that you don't grow old and broke. Paul is the president and chief wealth advisor with Roberts Wealth Management. These are some of the largest life-changing decisions you'll ever make in your lifetime. He and his team are your trusted all-star advisors in the Gulf Coast. I want to make as many memories from 62 to 82 as I can. He has the heart of a teacher. A lot of people have the wrong ideology of what their retirement money is. If you're seeking knowledge and information, you're in the right place. When the paycheck stop, you got to create your own paycheck. And now, Retire Right Radio. Hey, welcome into the show, the conversation that gets you right on retirement. It's Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Paul is the president and chief investment advisor at Roberts Wealth Management. And what a great team he proudly talks about on this show every week. It's a fiduciary firm. He and the team, they are trusted in the Gulf Coast and helping many people get on the right path to their retirement. How you doing, Paul? I'm doing great, Dave. Uh, we got a lot of great information for our listeners today, and I can't wait to jump into the show. I tell you what, you're on top of it today uh, it, because you, you have to be. You have to be on top of anything that might change or affect the uh, anything having to do with retirement. And so we are looking at We'll call it Secure Act 2.0. It's the sequel to Secure Act 1. It's kind of like all those Jaws or Rocky movies we had, you know, Friday the 13th. (laughs) Sequels. I I guess uh, Congress is getting a little desperate. They're running out of acronyms or something, huh? So now they just added 2.0 to the end. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, you know, I'm really interested in getting your take on this. This is something, uh, of course, the Secure Act, the original, uh, it, it became law in early 2020, and now this is something being proposed in Congress, working its way through Congress, from what I understand, enjoying something you don't hear a lot about, bipartisan support, and many feel it will become law. So we're going to take a look at it in this early forum as it stands now, and I'm interested in getting your take on it. Let's just look at some of the items from this. First off, you can wait longer to take RMDs. They already raised it uh, in, in 2019 and 2020 to 72. Yep, yep, 72, 72 and a half. Um, went from 70 and a half to 72. Mm-hmm. So that, that's some good. And, but like you said, Dave, one of the things with this bill is it, it's bipartisan, um, which generally means, hey, look, it's probably going to pass, right? It's It's got a lot of probability. But also, it, it generally means to me when something's bipartisan, there's going to be some good stuff in there and there's going to be some not so good stuff in there, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to cover some of the features today, but on all of our listeners remember some of these are pros some are cons you know we'll kind of point it out a little bit what what we think of it but uh overall i generally think the bill's not bad i think it's it's pretty good for retirees um starting off with that that rmds you know um required minimum distribution for our listeners who don't understand when you have a pre-tax account such as a 401k or an ira any type of qualified pre-tax account if you're not withdrawing funds from that account Basically, the government allowed you to put that money away pre-tax on the pretense that one day when you reach retirement, you'll start pulling it out and paying taxes. However, some people get to retirement and they don't need that money in their IRA and they're not taking withdrawals. Those are the people who should be weary of of RMD because it can catch them off guard. Mm -hmm. You know, once you reach that certain magical age, the government says, hey, you're not pulling that money out and paying taxes on it. We're going to force you to take withdrawals and pay taxes on it so they can catch people off guard. The good news is it used to be age 70 and a half. You had to begin taking withdrawals. The the Secure Act, uh, original Secure Act, I guess we'll call it, uh, decrease, increased that age to age 72 before you had to start taking withdrawals from your IRAs. And uh, now the proposed legislation would again raise the age to begin taking R&Ds. This time they're talking about age 75 over a decade okay the age for rmds would initially increase currently as soon as the back bill is passed to age 73 in january 1st 2022 sounds like they're and pretty it, optimistic it's going to pass it's coming uh, it, it, you know anytime something's bipartisan you know how, yeah. how, how often do both sides agree in the US not that today? often <laughs> right <laughs> so if you get them both on both sides of the table something's going to happen right. right so uh 
So, you know, they're going to move them next year in 2022 to age 73. Then they're going to phase that up to by age 74 by by 2029. And it would be age 75 by 2032. And I think a lot of that is just um, life expectancies today. You know, life expectancies keep increasing. People are living longer. And so they're just they're saying IRS is saying, hey, if you're going to be around longer on the earth, we've got longer to get our taxes from you. So we'll let you hang out a couple more years before you have to start paying the piper. Right. <laughs> and the amounts um, could be bigger because I always try to find the motive, you know. That's right. That's that's it. And that's where we I began the segment saying, you know, there's pros and cons to all of this. You always have to read between the lines when it's dealing with anything, you know, with with higher controls such as the government and Congress. And uh there, there's a this is a good thing to a lot of people they say great i don't have to realize more taxes now i don't have to take that money out of my ira and i don't have to increase my taxation however you always got to look at it on both ends of the pendulum like you're saying this also is just kind of kicking the can down the road for you it's just it building up that inevitable tax time bomb mm-hmm. like we're always talking about going off later because the longer you wait to start taking withdrawals is the more it compounds the more it grows the larger the amount is later that you have to take the withdrawals on. And we also know that taxes are going to go up later. So, you know, this is, it kind of sounds like a good thing on the surface. We don't have to take RMDs until later in life, but in my mind, it's kind of a little bit more of a setup for the baby boomers. It's saying, Hey, baby boomers, don't (laughs) worry about taking all the taxes out now. Just wait until we pass our next tax bill and taxes go through the roof and you have a larger amount in your account. It will start hitting you on it. Well, let me ask you this. Is it smarter then to just even though you don't have to, to take a little bit out? I mean, it's no mandatory amount before the RMD age to to start taking some. We encourage all of our our clients to take the maximum amount of IRA withdrawal they can currently, no matter what their age. If they're Mm -hmm. retiring at age 60. We want to start taking the maximum amount of, of IRA withdrawal every year we can because our firm is so big on tax repositioning. We know the way to win in the future is going to be ta- being tax smart and tax forward planning. So we're looking at much higher taxes in the future. Why do I want to leave money in an IRA where it's all taxable? Let me start drawing it down each year, doing a Roth conversion, putting it back over into my Roth IRA. And in the five, 10 years, when taxes go through the roof, I'll have a big bucket of tax-free money sitting over here. And I will love the advisors of Robert's Wealth Management for advising me to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you know, it, it works for some people and some people think it's a good thing. But this is kind of irrelevant to us and the way we plan our retirement. We see it as hey, it doesn't matter. We're not waiting for higher taxes. We're going to start now. Looking at Secure Act 2.0 being uh, proposed and working its way through Congress, not yet law. So... How the RMD penalty, that draconian penalty, really, 50%, they're talking about reducing that. Yes. Now, that's the great part of the RMD, of the bill here on the RMD. You know, if you were late taking your RMD payments in the past, well, if you were late the first time, what they do is give you a slap on the wrist and say, don't do that again, right? And you get mm-hmm. another shot. But if you're late the second time, if you do not make that withdrawal by December 31st every year, if if there's flaws in processing or anything of that nature, which is why we process all of our client uh, RMDs in October to make sure we have plenty of time before the deadline hits. If you miss that deadline, December 31st, they used to hit you with a 50% penalty. 50% still do. Huge. <laughs> they haven't changed yeah, And they still do. <laughs> right. If this passes, correct, correct. Thanks for the correction. Dave. If this passes, or this is right, that, that penalty will be reduced from 50% down to 25%. Um, and if the mistake is corrected, then the tax could be further reduced to lower bracket of 10%. 10%. So they're wow. giving you some, yeah, yeah, that's great. So they're, they're really, they're relieving you of the penalties a little bit here, mm-hmm. but you know, as I say, every time they write something into law, you know, what, what are the weird words you always scared to hear at your front door, the knock on the door? Hi, sir. I'm from the government. And I'm here to help. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's kind of what I see here is we're reducing the penalty for you. Don't worry. We're going to increase taxes that much by the time you're well, taking see, these I, You know, you have to think that the cynic in me goes, okay, they've done some serious calculations here on, wow, well, we can lower that penalty. Yes. I don't know. Yes. I mean, I don't yes. want to be totally cynical on because a lot of it does look good. I do want to mention this. Paul and his team stay on top of things. They really do. And they do for you and can for you. 808 800-891-8680, 891 8680 We're looking at Secure Act 2.0. I was 
could if I could play Monty Hall from Let's Make a Deal, classic Let's Make a Deal here uh, for a second. In the second segment, uh, uh, Mr. Roberts, would you choose to take continuing Secure Act 2.0 conversation? Would you want to talk about retiring in a recession or do you choose what's behind the curtain Carol Merrill is standing in front of? Because <laughs> we're coming, running let's up. Let's stick with two point. <laughs> let's stick with two point oh for a second, Dave. Because before we finish this segment, there's some. There are some. I want to. I want. We're covering the bad stuff. Yeah. Let me let me jump to some of the good stuff here, right? Okay. You, you know, one thing we were discussing before we got on air. They're they're increasing the the catch up contributions. Yes. So you're you're allowed to increase the amount that you're putting in every year to your IRA. Um, they're going to increase for people fifty years and older over. Over a thousand dollars a year, that that increase will come in. So you'll be able to put more away in your IRA each year. So that that's a big deal. That's got to be a that's um, a good thing, right? That's that's a good thing. But yeah. also, that's still the, that catch twenty two. Hey, come on in, guys. Put more money in your IRA before we raise taxes in the future and really hit you on it when it comes out the back. We'll have so more you, in you it. You know, you yeah. always got to watch both ends of it. We got to look at Roth um, too. Man. Make sure that's in the mix. That's right. And that's the big news here. That's the one I wanted to touch before we finish the segment is, you know, now we've always been limited on you couldn't make uh, if you didn't have an employee sponsored 401k, all you could do for a Roth contribution or a tax free future contribution would be to make that Roth IRA contribution each year, which is limited to 6000 or 6500. There's never been an option for self-employed people, but now they're saying on simple IRAs and SEP IRAs, they're going to allow them to take accept Roth contributions from employees. So that's huge because I'm self-employed. I put money away in simple IRAs and SEP IRAs. They ever been able to put six thousand dollars a year away in my my Roth IRA? Well, now I can I can max out that SEP IRA and put it all away as Roth money, so it'll be tax free in the future. So that is huge. Um, you know that is. That is the one real good pro here that I see in this whole bill that they're going to allow us, you know, they're, they're going to sucker you in to put some money away in other categories where they're going to tax you higher in the future. But they're also, if you read between the lines saying, hey, if you read between the lines and you did your research well, then you know there's this other little spot. You can stick more money away and it'll be tax free in the future. So that's huge. We're going to pounce on that in our firm. We're going to use that to our, our, our utmost ability for all of our clients to plan their future. And we're going to really, really, really exploit that point of the bill and, and try to set up some amazing tax-free futures for our clients. So any of our listeners out there who are always wondering, why are these guys always focused on and taxing, talking about taxation on their show? Let me tell you now, if you want to succeed in retirement going forward, tax-forward planning is the key. If your advisor or your agent or whoever you seek financial advice from is not talking to you about future taxation, if you're not strategically preparing yourself for higher taxes in the future, you're going to lose out. Now is the time. We only have our current tax bill for four more years. You better get on the phone right now. Pick it up. Call us. Get, get an appointment set with one of our all-star advisors and let them show you how we're planning for the future today. 800-891-8680. Got with Paul and his team. You know, they 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 got the plan together. But, of course, it, it it is one that is subject to review from time to time. Your life changes, changes out of Washington, may need a tweak or two. It's great to have them on your side in a fiduciary manner. 800-891-8680 is the number to call. And a great start to the show, Paul. It is Retire Right Radio. What's coming up next? Well, everyone's biggest fear in retirement, Dave, are we headed towards a recession? We don't know for sure. When we come back, we'll give you some recession facts you need to know just in case. Retire Right Radio Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins with Paul Roberts. Paul Roberts is the founder of this show every week on News Talk 104.9. You can also catch him on Retire Right TV. That would be Saturday afternoons at 5 on WLOX and Sunday mornings at 9 on Fox 25. Heading up Roberts Wealth Management and a great team of all-star advisors. They do uh, they do retirement and in, in all weathers, in all um, financial economic weathers, we're going to look at recessions now. We're not in one now, 
Uh, but we're going to look at recessions and get Paul's take on it. First off, the one that they said, many economists said we were in when the pandemic hit, and it was short-lived, but um, that really didn't meet the requirements of a standard recession, did it? It wasn't long enough. Uh, you know, the, the, the problem with all this today, Dave, is definition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Fed keeps changing definitions and they keep changing markers, um, you know, and, and I always heard two gr- uh, it, negative uh, quarters of negative growth. Yes. But there there are a lot of other economic indicators of recession and where we are. And that's what nobody's talking about. And that's kind of how they've set things up today is as long as the stock market and the GDP are not negative for two quarters in a row, we're not in a recession. Uh-huh. Well, what about the other 20 economic indicators you're not speaking about on the news or <laughs> well, anywhere else that yeah. you're totally avoiding and pretending <laughs> like they don't exist? That's they true. might matter also. You know, the stock market is not the only indicator and, and, and GDP is not the only indicator of where we are and what's going on. What else so do I, they, I want, what they look at? Well, first of all, I want to tell our listeners, I'm going to kind of be careful here in what we're saying. We're on the air. It, it, if you want to learn more or, or you're, you're interested in learning more about what we really think about the economy, recessions, where we're going, money printing, stimulus, all of these things, you know, call our office and, and sign up for one of our educational workshops where we get deep in, into uh, detail mm-hmm. on the recession. We don't have time in a few minute segment here. And, you know, we're on public public broadcast and everything else. And some things you you got to you got to be kind of cautious today what you say and what you don't say out there um, in case you haven't noticed Every every TV channel always has the same economist speaking. They they don't have any of the opposing view economists speaking. Um, and and a lot of a lot of careers have been destroyed over the last ten years for people speaking out or, or saying what they, you know, what they're finding. Um, today, when it comes to a recession, uh, they call them a recession today because the word depression got too scary for people, so they changed that terminology. Um, but what constitutes an, an official recession according to the Fed? As you were saying, Dave, two quarters of consecutive GDP loss um, is what the NBR uses to define an official recession today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm going to say boldly here on air is, guys, what what the media outlets have not told you is that in September of 2019, way before COVID, the financial system broke. Okay, repo markets broke overnight. Repo rates went from one percent to ten percent. That's too complex to explain to everyone here. If you want to learn more, come see one of our live events. Um, But that broke. They had to pump hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars. We pumped something like $400 billion in the market overnight in 24 hours in September of 2019 to save the market. Before we even knew of COVID. This is, you're saying before. That held it up until COVID. COVID hit. What they're not telling you is the financial system broke again. Repo markets went through the roofs, rates changed, uh, we had a liquidity crisis. The Fed had to pump a trillion dollars in one week into markets to keep them going. Hmm. Now, what our listeners need to be aware of right now, and they need to be paying attention to, is we, the Fed, you know, quantitative easing, as they call it, QE, uh, i.e. money printing, right? They have they have created all these new terminologies. That's stimulus. That's QE, quantitative easing. Mm-hmm. When we used to do quantitative easing, we'd 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 print a little money, we'd buy some treasuries, we'd stick it in the market, right? Mm-hmm. After COVID, they they well after September of nineteen, they they announced what they called QE infinity. In other <laughs> words, we're not going to just temporarily print some money and stick it in the market. Uh-huh. We don't know how long we're going to do this for. We're just going to do it forever and ever and ever and ever until it fixes things. Well, that's the theory that got us where we are. So uh-huh. probably not the solution going forward, right? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out if your money printing got us here and your bad banking got us here. That's not the solution going forward. But so they created what they call QE infinity. They have been printing since then. Okay. Currently, the Fed is printing over $80 billion a month, sticking it into fixed interest. They're sticking it into bonds. They're buying their own treasuries. Now, I want our listeners to understand how absolutely insane this is. When the Fed prints a dollar, right, they have to send those dollars over to the uh, treasury. Then the treasury issues treasury bonds for all of the dollars printed, debt, and they sell that on the world stage. 
So they send that debt back to the Federal Reserve, and the Federal Reserve sells it globally. Currently, what we are doing is we are printing $80 billion a month, what the Fed is. They're sending it to the Treasury. The Treasury is issuing $80 billion worth of debt, and they're sending it back to the Fed, but nobody wants to buy it on the global scale. So the Fed is printing money to buy our own debt. Printing money. It's absolutely insane. When you print a dollar, you issue a dollar debt to sell it. Well, we're printing a dollar to buy our own debt. That How on earth does that work, right? <laughs> this is something we, we have never experienced before. This is territory is uncharted that what we have that never been like in before. What would that be like with everyday Joe? It would be like if you racked up some debt on a credit card. Right. Oh, yeah, and, you go, and then you go get another card and take the cash out. Well, you go to your computer and you print that. out some fake, you know, you print out some bills and they say $100 <laughs> and you hand them to the credit card company and say, hey, we're good. But right. in that case, but you personally, you would get in trouble. But if you took a, to pay off a high interest credit card, if you got another credit card, took the got a cash back from that credit card to pay the other credit card's debt. You're just piling it up, right? <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's a no winning downward spiral. And that's the, the, the severity of where we are. Here's what all of our listeners need to really focus on and pay attention to right now. This week, the Fed announced that they're going to start drawing back on their quantitative easing. Okay. So they're going to, that $80 billion a month, every month they're printing, well, that's 80 billion, not to get too technical and into everything else, but they're also printing an extra hundred billion that they're sticking into other markets right now. So they're, they're actually printing $180 billion every single month and buying our own market with it. Okay. To keep it simple for our listeners. Now, what they just announced last week is they're going to start tapering off on that. Mm-hmm. They know they can't sustain it, can't do it. Well, when they start tapering off, the only reason that the market is booming and everything is booming and going through the roof, all other economic indicators out there are horrible right now, but the stock market keeps going up. The, the, all of our politi- political leaders know and understand that as long as the market keeps going up, they can keep coming on the news every day telling everybody, everything's great, the market's going up. Yes, but what about the, all of the other econ- economic indicators that are that are way, way, way in the red zone, mm-hmm. right? Well, this market going up makes everybody feel confident when they should be fearful. And what's going to happen is as they start tapering off that $180 billion a month they're printing, Wall Street is – the market keeps going up because Wall Street is favorable to money printing. They love when the Fed prints money, Okay. Because all the money that they print goes to all the central banks, which basically is Wall Street. So they're the ones sucking up all that money. They don't care what's going on in the economy. As long as the Fed is printing money, they know they're going to get theirs. And so the market keeps booming. Now the Fed is telling them, hey, we're cutting you off. We're pulling back how much money we're going to print and hand to you every month. So as they start tapering off this quantitative easing, Wall Street is not going to like it. They're going to get really bearish they're going to pull off and i really suspect that sometime in the next month or so we're going to start seeing major sell-offs in the market now anyone out there who is buying into everything that they tell you hey the market's growing great the economy's going great i i've read through about 10 different news sources this week which trust me are all propaganda they're all government propaganda news sources they're all saying look at the economy's booming it's looking great or everything's looking great we have a great looking future <laughs> that is the farthest thing I've ever heard from the truth. They're, we're not looking at a bright future right now. We're looking at a fake market, and everybody's focused on that market. As they taper off the quantitative easing, they stop stuffing money in that market. We're going to see a major sell-off, and people out there need to be cautious right now. They need to not bite into this exuberance. They mm-hmm. need to not buy into, hey, everything's great. We're going to the moon. Market's going to take off. It's not going to happen. We're going to see severe drawbacks. We're going to see severe sell-offs over the next month or two or three. And it's time to be a really, really cautious to how you're investing in the market. If you are heavily invested in the market or you've been told that, hey, the only way to succeed in retirement is by getting high market gains, that is simply not true. Okay, Wealth is not built and sustained through high market gains. Wealth and Wealth is attained and sustained through consistency and compounding. We can show you ways to get consistency and get compounding in an uncertain world. And today, where everything is going with this market, I would be very, very cautious of how much I have in that market. And I would be pulling back my risk level and pulling back my exposure right now. 
I currently have very much minimalized my own personal market exposure currently. I'm sitting on a lot of cash. Warren Buffett is sitting on a lot of cash and gold. Mm -hmm. Warren Buffett is pulling back from stocks. When Warren starts doing something, mm -hmm. it's a pretty good idea to follow in his footsteps, right, Dave? It was, it's a bad idea to not. I think that. Not. Hey, so, I was going to ask you this. I love this conversation, and I know you kind of wanted to continue this in some form or fashion in the next segment. What if we just roll into that with this in the next segment? Uh, that sounds great to me. In the meantime, so, whether, I mean, this is, but Paul is laying out, and, it, and he, as he's right, it takes a minute. So if you want to find out about how to attend one of the seminars where you can get a little deeper into this, or if you want to talk to Paul and his team to get ready to weather all storms uh, comfortably in choppy waters in your retirement, here's an opportunity to set it up. That's right. If you're out there and you're biting into this exuberance of the market, I'm, I'm going to tell you step forward with caution. If you're unaware of how much risk you're taking or what type of market exposure you have to the downside, this is your opportunity to get a second opinion. Whoever's advising you financially, do you have enough confidence in them to get a second opinion? My team is great at second opinions. This year opportunity, pick up the phone. If you've saved at least $200,000 for retirement, there's no cost, no obligation to sit down with one of our all-star advisors. And here's what to expect. First off, we're going to do a portfolio analysis. We're going to look at the current risk levels, performance levels, and we're going to do a third-party non-bias portfolio evaluation that brings to the surface all the fees and commissions in your portfolio. You will learn what it is costing you to work with your current firm, what your downside looks like in a bad market, how much risk exposure you have, and how well your accounts are performing. You will walk away from this meeting more empowered and more financially knowledgeable than you have ever been about your investments, and everyone out there should take, take advantage of this opportunity. So pick up the phone right now, give us a call, sit down with one of our all-star advisors, Take control of your future retirement. Don't buy into what the news media is telling you. Take care of you and your family. Pick up the phone and give us a call today. We can help you. 800-891-8680. And next 10 at no cost, no obligation for this comprehensive review. 800-891-8680. We're just going to continue this conversation. Uh, very, very compelling. We'll, we'll continue it right after the break here on Retire Right Radio. We're back with Retire Right Radio. Paul Roberts is uh, the chief investment advisor and the president of the fiduciary firm Roberts Wealth Management, local and trusted in the Gulf Coast, and a great team of all-star advisors helping people get <laughs> retired in a fiduciary manner. And, uh, Paul, we, we just uh, interesting conversation and, and talk you had on recession. And th the first question that came to my mind as it relates to retirement is, if people come to you, they're still working in the financial red zone. How can you and your team set them up where they can feel comfortable retiring, even if we do hit a recession? Great. Yep. Well, first of all, it just comes with fundamental, holistic planning, right? Uh, one of the problems that so many people have today, Dave, is that honestly, the, the, the financial industry has gotten pretty lazy. You know, we most most folks out there are just looking to sell an investment. Hey, here you've got a mutual fund or here you've got an annuity or here you've you've got some stock bond portfolio and you're good to go. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's no actual fundamental planning that goes involved. It's more or less just the selling of an investment. That's i.e. why they call them brokers and why they refer to people like us as investment advisors and fiduciaries. OK, because we're actually advising you on all your investments, you're planning your future, not simply brokering a deal with you to sell you something. So fundamental financial planning starts with number one, as we're always stating on the show, where's your income going to come from the rest of your life? When you retire, the whole kicker is your income stops. How are you going to replace that income? Too many Americans have a stock bond portfolio and that's as far as their planning goes. But how is that stock bond portfolio going to provide you with income the rest of your life? How are you going to sustain that income the rest of your life? How are you going to sustain that income through market downturns? How are you going to sustain that income with these low bond interest rates? How are you going to sustain that income as inflation hits and you need more and more income? So number one is it always starts with income planning. If you don't have a written 
retirement income plan, you don't have a retirement plan. Now that income plan doesn't just say, how do we invest in the right and the right types of investment products to create income the rest of our life? But then we got to take it a step further. How do we make sure that that income keeps increasing every year or we keep get raise, keep getting raises in retirement to offset the inflation we're about to see so that we never lose our standard of living? Then the next step is how do we make sure that income is there for our spouse or whoever is surviving us that will need that income to keep occurring once we lose one family member? Once you've solved those problems, great, you're halfway there. We just need to address what is the next risk you're taking to your income going forward? Your next risk to your income going forward is higher taxation, decreasing your income amounts. So what are we going to start doing today to start offsetting future higher taxes, right? How are we going to do tax forward planning and start repositioning our money in more tax-friendly places? So in the future, when taxes go through the roof, it doesn't eat up all of our income. We're drawing out tax-free income, and we're smiling all the way to the bank. But if you build a real income plan that has uh, survivorship or spousal continuation, inflation protection, and tax-forward planning, and you know that income is sustainable and you get a secure rate on that income so it's not fluctuating up and down with the market, you're, you, you've knocked out mo- majority of retirement planning at that point. You know that you feel secure and you can move forward and you and your family can enjoy out the rest of your golden years. Because pretty much that's all any of us want, Dave, isn't is to keep sure. our standard of living, right? Right. Uh, who wants most, to change? Yeah. Right. Most people who come in to talk to us, they we, we ask them, you know, is, is your main goal or motive uh, trying to take this money you have saved and get rich from it? Or is your main goal and motive making sure you're never poor? Ninety-nine <laughs> percent of the time, it's I just want to make sure I can keep the lifestyle I've lived. Exactly. All right, great. Yeah. That's, let's let's protect you, your family, and your lifestyle. If we protect your family and your lifestyle, and you can live out the rest of your life at the same standard of living, then you don't care what's going on in politics or markets or whatever, right? You don't have to live that stressed out life. You can enjoy retirement and have the confidence you deserve. But I that all like starts that. with the income planning. I'm now, writing that down. <clears throat> protect you, your family, and your lifestyle. Because that's, that's really it. what people are thinking about. That's all they want. They want to continue the lifestyle they've come accustomed to and that they enjoy. Yeah. Now, now the big, the big, the, there are a few risks and there are a few threats to that lifestyle out there. And so we, we don't want to get too deep into these today. And, you know, any of our listeners, like say, you want to learn more about this um, in depth about any of the things, subject matter we're talking about. Our presentations get real in depth to economics, the Federal Reserve, quantitative easing future taxation, inflation, where we're going, all of that. I am a, I am a geek and I am a teacher <laughs> at heart. I love to share all of my research and information with folks. Unfortunately, on the radio show, we don't have time to get deep enough. I'm going to have to slip that. in on one of those uh, because you, I can tell. I mean, you're limited in time on this show, but I can't imagine when you're not limited. How oh, deep man. you we, get into we, it. We, we break down. We break down the history of the Fed. We break down the history of money printing and stimulus. Everything. You know, we'll, when people find it, when 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 people attend one of our workshops at the end, by the end, halfway through the conversation, their jaws just dropped and they're they're looking at me like, oh my <laughs> god, I've never heard anybody talk about any of this, and I've never heard it explained this way. It makes so much sense, and not, now I understand it. You've, you've simplified it and wrapped it up in a way, Paul, that I can understand all of these super complex economic uh, factors. And so well, tell you people what. really get a lot from our workshops and our, and our seminars. They love coming. They say they learn so much, and they feel so, much, so empowered when they leave. Well, let me throw this number uh, in. because um, and that, and, and to, If you want to find out the schedule on the seminars, or if you would like to schedule your own personal consultation with Paul and his team, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Okay, you mentioned um, in, in anticipation of future storms, so you mentioned taxation and having the right strategies in place for that. We talked about recession. When's that going to yeah. happen? Uh, now, let's look at inflation. Are we in it now? I mean, we're seeing things. Oh, in, yeah. I mean, for instance, I was reading about lumber. Well, there's a shortage. So will those prices eventually drop? Well, you know, I, I don't want to step out there too much on what, what we say here, Dave. But, you know, right. I believe there are <laughs> purpose supply chain cuts right now. I, I believe there have been many 
and, and we can we can get into details, you know, in a one-on-one -on -one meeting or in a workshop or a seminar, and I could show you exactly what's happened between the Suez Canal, these um, cyber attacks, and everything of that nature. Glo there are global powers who are, who are currently creating supply chain cuts purposely because they need to create more inflation. Well, that's the, the thing. And are we in it? More. Do you think we're yes, in we're, inflation now? We're in hyperinflation. Hyper. The CPI index is something you never go according to. The CPI index is, is fully manipulated and is a false statistic. It's a no indicator of true inflation. Like I said, lumber's up 300%. Aluminum's up 400%. Copper's up 400%. You know, everything out there. If one of the best things I've been telling people in our workshops and, and where uh, clients and people are listening right now is if you have any major expenses, any major purchases, like a new vehicle, a home remodel, anything of that nature, the time to do it is now. Because I promise you next year, you will see at least a 20% increase in the MSRP sticker on vehicles. Well, because we a lot of people are waiting, right? Just waiting for it to go waiting. down, man. Yeah. They're waiting for it to go down. No, don't wait. It's not because... Like I said, if aluminum is up 400% and copper's up 300%, those that's built into the pricing of a new vehicle build, right? Yeah. Current MSRP prices on a vehicle are based off of last year's supply chain supply <laughs> chain prices, yeah. which were 300% less. So now when aluminum and copper and all these other materials go up, the manufacturers, what do they have to do with the price of the vehicle? It's We're going to see at least a 20% hike in, in vehicles next year, and I see, guarantee you. And what you said about protecting your lifestyle, you have to factor in inflation, just regular inflation. How do you factor in hyperinflation? Hyperinflation is something that's just really hard. So the way hyperinflation works is you buy all your, your, your large purchases, you purchase them now before they become too expensive. And then hyperinflation actually becomes okay and can become friendly to savers, right? As long as you've built that income plan, like I said, where it keeps increasing with inflation every year, then inflation's not affecting you that much. But rates start going up and savings become better. So if you're a saver during hyperinflation, you end up okay. The people who are going to suffer are the people from age 25 to 35 Spending who are out there borrowing everything, borrowing. don't have any savings, mm. and are just borrowing and borrowing and buying and buying. They're the ones who get hurt, right? The people who are already past that stage of life and are in a saving place, they can come through out of it, you know, it can be more advantageous to them and they can come out of it a lot better. Okay. But yes, hyperinflation is definitely here. Do not listen to the news media or the CPI index. There's 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 utter hyperinflation and it's just beginning. It's just really we weird. You know, the more. housing market is crazy now. Everything. Yeah. It's up over 30, 30 to 40%, depending on where you are geographically in the yeah. last 24 months. Okay. That, but they're, but the Fed is reporting that inflation is only 2%. How on earth is that? Right. Lumber's up 300%, but they say inflation's only 2%. <laughs> Never listen to what they say inflation is. Okay. But the, the key here in, in what, what everybody needs to, to focus on is any major purchases, do them now. Hyperinflation is coming. It's right around the corner. And I told people, I've been telling people for the last six months in my workshops. And just this week, I have received several emails from new clients have come in this year. They said, Paul, oh, my God, thank God I went to your workshop six months ago. I said, why? What, what did I say? They said, in your workshop six months ago, you were telling us there's going to be more cyber attacks on infrastructure. There are going to be more supply chain cuts, and it's going to create more hyperinflation. He said, Everything you told me six months ago was going to happen has happened in the last six months. And I told him, yes, and there's going to be more cyber attacks and more supply chain cuts. And here's the reason, Dave. I don't want to get too speculative, and I don't want to sound like one of these conspiracy theorist people out there. But this is just macroeconomics. And if you study macroeconomics and the history of it and the history of the United States, you see these patterns, and it's happened over and over. People don't realize why we had the hyperinflation during the Jimmy Carter era. It was because... Our deficit and our debt was growing too fast. We were printing money too fast, and they could not tax the people anymore. Basically, they were getting to a point where their credit card was maxed out, and they needed to make payments on that credit card, the Federal Reserve. So taxes were too high during the Jimmy Carter era. They couldn't increase taxes anymore. So then the Fed starts playing with that, with that inflation gauge, and they start increasing and ratcheting up and ratcheting up and ratcheting up inflation. Because inflation is what us economists call the stealth tax. It's the back, side, back way to take money from the people. 
So it's here. It's alive. If your advisor is not talking to you about inflation today, it's time to have the conversation. If you want to have that conversation, here's your opportunity to call one of my all-star advisors. Pick up the phone right now. Give us a call. If you've saved $200,000 for retirement, there's no cost, no obligation for this meeting. You can walk in, sit down with one of our all-star advisors, see what we think about future taxation, future inflation, how we're securing our clients, how we're building those income plans, and how we're going to make it. And we're going to come out of this unscathed, not only unscathed, we're going to come out the back-end winners. If you're not having the conversations we're having here today on air, you're not prepared for what's coming. When do you think is a good time to have that conversation? I'd say today. Pick up the phone and let us help. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Make the call and stay with us. There's one more segment to come, and we're going to bring in the listeners on Retire Right Radio. Retire Right Radio as we move into the Q&A segment. It's how we close out the show every week. Paul Roberts in a great conversation he holds every week here. And as he mentions, um, they hold a lot of workshops and seminars that you can get in on. Uh, you can you can check the website or you can just call the number that is the same number we offer you to call and set up a consultation to find out when you can join in on one of the workshops. 800-891-8680. Paul Roberts of Roberts Wealth Management. Q&A time Paul, uh, Mobile kicks it off. I recently turned 65. Can I still enroll in a 403B plan that my employer offers? Yes, you sure can. And I'm not going to get long-winded on this one, Dave. It's just a simple yes. It's just, about yeah, you could, they're working, right? <laughs> so, yeah, you can do it. All right. That's one of the shortest answers I've ever like given it. on this show, isn't That's it? That's pretty cool. Well, let's just move on to uh, the next question because this one might take a little bit longer. Let's go to Bay St. Louis. I was advised to consolidate as many of my retirement accounts as possible. I have about seven, a traditional IRA, Roth IRA, several 403B accounts, and I was told it was good to have 403 B accounts because they have protections from like lawsuits and creditors. Well, I can't move any money into the 403B accounts because they're from old employers, but I can move the money to other accounts. Should I hold on to these accounts or should I consolidate them? Okay. Well, that's a, that's a good question. There's a lot of moving parts here. Um, first off, let's just address, I was advised to consolidate many of my retirement accounts. Uh, you know, Hey, I'm, I believe in the kiss rule, right? Keep it simple. Um, I believe definitely consolidation and keeping it simple in as few accounts as possible does help a lot with planning and, and, and taking control of your money. So, yes, I'd say you should definitely consolidate these. Now, he, what he says here, is, they say, is I have a traditional IRA, a Roth IRA, and several 403B accounts. Well, that means you can consolidate down to two accounts because all of those 403B accounts can be rolled into your traditional IRA account. Now, let me address something that they're saying here. The reason they were advised, they're, they're saying they want to put all the money in their 403B account. I, I would move the direct opposite direction, direction here. They're saying they want to move money into the 403B account because it gives them protections from creditors and lawsuits. That is true. It gives you a little more protection from creditors and lawsuits. However, that's also the problem with the 403B. The reason the 403B account gives you creditor and lawsuit protection is because it's an annuity. However, it's just a fixed annuity mm -hmm. and it's paying you somewhere probably between one and 3%. Like a CD. Uh, yes. Like a CD. So you're not getting high enough earnings there. So it, it doesn't matter. It gives you the creditor and lawsuit protection. You're not getting high enough earnings there. You can do the same exact thing for yourself in the private marketplace and get a much better rate of return in a much better account. You can take some of that traditional IRA money if you're truly concerned about creditors and lawsuits, and you can roll it into a traditional IRA and purchase an annuity in the private marketplace. But I would suggest you purchase what we call a fixed indexed annuity mm -hmm. where you get market gains, but you don't get the market losses, and you're going to get a lot higher rate of return than you would with the fixed annuity in your 403B. Also, 403B has many limitations. Um, it has some fees involved in it, some limitations to how quickly you can access your money, how quickly you, you, know, you can take your distributions, how many distributions a year you can take. It has a lot of limiting um, features that, that I wouldn't encourage anyone to go put more money in. 
Also, you cannot move the money at that 403B. So what I'd highly suggest, you pick up the phone, you call us, you sit down with one of our all-star advisors, and let them show you what true financial planning looks like in consolidation. I can tell you, when you walk through our office, you're going to end up with two things, a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. All of those 403B counts are going to get consolidated. Then we will have the discussions with you because there are many factors you have to look at when you're advising someone on the on, on a holistic platform of how to create a financial plan. We need to look at your risk levels. Where's your income going to come from? What type of risk you have to creditors and lawsuits? You know, is a trust or estate planning involved? There are many factors here we got to bring into the picture, but our advisors are awesome at what they do. They're very well trained and very well educated to make sure that they ask you all the right questions to give you the right advice. And we can bring this all together for you, but this picture can be simplified. Your fees can be reduced and you can increase your rate of return while still keeping you protected from creditors and lawsuits. There's just a better way to do it than the 403B vehicle. I think whoever advised you that they, they had good intentions um, and what they were saying, they just may not have all the knowledge necessary to to advise you on all the factors you need to include in making these decisions. So pick up the phone, come see one of our all-star advisors, and we'll get you on track. And the number is 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. From Biloxi, I have a pre-tax 401k that I, I want to start converting to a Roth IRA account. Now, does that money need to go to a traditional IRA first, or can it go directly to a Roth IRA from the 401k account? And they threw in, I'm 62, plan to retire at 67. Great, great, great question here from one of our listeners. That I love when we see these questions because that means, hey, all, all, the, all the knowledge and information we share with our listeners about pre-tax planning and tax-forward planning, and let's get out of these IRA and 401k tax bombs in the future. Let's reposition to more tax-friendly or tax-free asset classes and, and accounts like Roth IRAs, tax code 7702, life insurance, things of that nature. It's great. These, those are the ways to success in the future. Um, however, he's asking here, can he move money from his 401k straight into a Roth IRA and do a conversion there? I would say um, it's depending on the 401k and the employer. Some plans are limited. Some plans will allow you to do that. But that is may not be the way you want to go. You need to come sit down with one of our all-star advisors and let them walk you through what is the best way to do this tax-forward planning and repositioning. Because one thing is if you do convert it straight to a Roth from a 401k, the 401k custodian is going to make you and force you to withhold taxation right then and there. And they're going to make you force you to hold a, a mandatory minimum of 20% out for federal taxation. Well, you may not need to withhold 20%. We may can create a situation where you only need 12 or 15%, right? So you don't want to go through your, your, your 401k at your employer because they're going to they're make you hold out more taxes than necessary. Also, we probably can probably recommend you go ahead and roll it to a traditional IRA first because once in that traditional IRA, if you can convert it to a Roth and you have two options, you can either withhold the taxation when you convert it which we can do, but then you're going to start your Roth with less amount, right? Because money was held out for taxes. Mm -hmm. What we love to do is if someone's in a situation where they have their own personal savings that they can pay the tax bill with, we can convert 100% of the traditional IRA amount to the Roth IRA. That way you start with the same exact dollar amount in your Roth IRA and you pay those taxes out of pocket. That is the best way to do it if we can do it. Everybody's situation is different. That's why we, we're always cautious to give too depth and too in depth of tax uh, advice on the program. You, you really need to pick up the phone, come in, sit down with one of our all star advisors. There's a few more variables and factors that we need to include here. A few questions we need to ask you to make sure we're advising you in the correct in the correct manner going forward. Another great candidate to sit down with Paul and the team, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. couple of minutes left. Looks like we can close it out from Ocean Springs. I am 58. I have 500000 in a retirement account. Now, my bank offers a program that guarantees no loss but caps the gain at 7.5%. The plan requires a seven-year commitment. Is this a good plan? Okay. All right, I'm going to have to be cautious here and walk on eggshells around this one, Dave, because <laughs> we see this a lot coming out of the banks. Okay. Um, 
that the bank is not offering an investment. That is not the bank's investment, first of all. Mm -hmm. That sounds to me like they are offering you a fixed annuity. Okay. It does. So they yeah. are selling that annuity for another insurance company that is, but they, they lead people to believe it's their investments. First of all, well, no, it's not their investment. Second of all, what we find the major, I mean, high, high, high probability of happening is that you're going to be misadvised on how this product works. I am not sure if the people at the banks are just not knowledgeable enough or educated enough on these types of new types of annuity products because they're, they're something they just started using in the last few years. Or if I, I don't know what the deal is, but I'm telling you, majority mm. of people we see come through a bank and they bought an annuity through the bank. They didn't know what they bought. They didn't know how it worked. But right. They're thinking it's the bank. They're right. thinking it's the banks. And they're telling you here that if you're going to get a gain of seven and a half percent. That is simply not true, period. There's no investment in the world today. We are at all-time low interest rates. They're paying you less than 2% on bonds. Who in the world is going to pay you a guaranteed 7.5%? You are being misled there on how the product works. It may have a 7.5% guarantee, but that is 7.5% guarantee towards an income value, which is a fictitious value. It's like it, it leads you to believe because it says on it, your true money. They said it caps the gain at that. So it, it's almost it like caps the gain at seven and a half. But yeah. it's saying they won't get a loss. But it, it they need that they need to educate themselves. They're talking about an annuity here. When you get into the world of annuities, they're highly complex. They've got a lot of uh, a, a lot of features in them, and they've got a lot of you know do's and don'ts and good parts and not good parts. And they're very complex creatures. Before you purchase this annuity, you need to really understand the inner workings of the annuity, how it works. Don't look at what time it is. We need to know how the clock works. All right. Like how, do, <laughs> how does it derive at what time it is? Okay. And before you purchase an annuity, you need to know how that clock works. So I highly encourage you pick up the phone, call one of our all-star advisors. Mr. Carter Lewis is an annuity ex expert. That is all he does is study every annuity in the market. He knows them inside and out, and he can help you with this. So any of our listeners out there, we had a great show. We enjoyed you very much. If you have saved at least $200,000 for retirement, any of these questions sound like questions you have, it's time to get some answers. Pick up the phone right now. Give us a call. Sit out one of our all-star advisors. Like I said, $200,000 saved for retirement, no cost, no obligation. We won't charge you a dime. We'll sit with you. We'll take as much time as we need to educate and empower you so that you can make good quality decisions for yourself to create the confidence in retirement that you deserve. Give us a call and let us get you set on track to retire right. 800-891-8680. Keep in mind this one word, fiduciary. And that's Paul Roberts and the team, Roberts Wealth Management. They're bound to act in your best interest. 800-891-8680. We'll do the next 10 at no cost, no obligation uh, for this great opportunity and, and a comprehensive review for you. You hear the strategies Paul talks about on the show. They can put them to work for you in a, in a custom manner. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. You gave me another one to steal, Paul. Now I can start using, um, don't just look at the time, know how the clock works. That's right. I like that. I like that. I still use a lot. I've ripped you off big time on liars always figure, but figures never lie. That's right. You love my one-liners. I do. I do. So I know you'll provide more next week. We'll do it all over again. Hopefully you'll join us for Retire Right Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Paul Roberts nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.